Hello, my name is Thomas, and this episode of Mystical Love has to do with relationships. I am far from an expert on relationships. I've been through numerous marriages. I have a number of children by various women, three from one marriage, children whom I've not really gotten to know all that well. From a dysfunctional family, I grew up in the ghettos of the U.S. until I was 15. My dad came down and got me. I lived with him for a few short months and hit the road at 16, hitchhiking across Canada. Coming back to Brockville, Ontario, and then traveling all over Ontario by rail car to various towns and cities. I grew up in the ghettos in the States, and as you would know it, when I moved to Toronto, I lived in all of the ghettos there. Parkdale, Regent Park, the jungle, out at the native ghetto in Scarborough. It was a rough life. I never got a high school education, but when I became of age, I went to a private university as a mature student got my bachelor's degree and an obscure degree and two-thirds of my master's. I dropped out to look after my family. My wife was going through postpartum depression. But during that time, I was recruited by the Canadian Armed Forces. For officers training school, I was accepted but never went again because I chose family. I was also offered to go to Harvard by somebody who sat on the admissions committee. He was my history professor at both my bachelor's and my master's level. I've been involved behind the scenes in numerous policy changes and shifts, sat on numerous mayor's task forces in Toronto have been involved with advocacy from municipal, provincial, and federal levels. I have sat on committees that had to do with negotiations for resources, for mining and drilling companies with First Nations companies. I was a traditionalist for a long time. I worked within the system thinking that I could make changes from within the system. And when I realized I couldn't, I became a radical. And for all of my involvement as a protester with various important causes, including the Oka crisis and the murder of Dudley George, I was listed as a government dissident. I'm proud of that. I don't simply identify as only First Nations. 
and mixed blood. That's caused me some difficulty in both the white world and the native world. Never fully accepted in either or. But those aren't the things that I'm here to talk about today. I'm here to talk about relationships. And why are they so hard? I'm a 56-year-old male who grew up through the ghettos, both in the United States and in Canada. I've done what's called having to jump in somebody's car in order to survive. And I've done the things that I've needed to do to survive. I've had an extremely hard life. I've been run over by trucks because people wanted to kill me. I've been shot at. I've had contracts put on my life, which have since been rescinded long ago. For as much as I have climbed and clawed and worked my way to be in circles of influence, the people there have never accepted me as one of their own. I've married rich, and I mean extremely rich, once for at least 12 years. In my youth, my first love, my family wrecked that. They separated me from her, sent me away to live with one of my aunts. A year later, I came back and she was no longer available to me, no matter how much I longed to win her back. I have abandonment issues. I have mental health issues, PTSD, night traumas, attachment disorders. But that doesn't mean at the core of who I am that I don't long for love. I've studied the masters. I've studied gurus. I've studied the occult. My area of expertise in terms of my education was biblical studies, theology, ancient cultures, near and far Middle East. Their culture, traditions, and way of life, including what defines marriage, what defines relationship, and how those are celebrated. I've studied my own people's Ojibwe teachings on relationships, seven major adjustments. and the dynamics that goes into those. The clinical aspects of what it means to be attracted to someone, hormones, pheromones. Whether or not the attraction that we have for someone is nature, nurture, 
or is imbued within our DNA? Are we destined to repeat the same cycles? I like to think that we are beings that can rise above all of these constructs that struggle to box us in to definitions that those in power would like to keep us enchained and enslaved in. We can be healers to one another. Yes, I am broken in many places. Shattered. Full of soil. Regrets. With a tendency towards existential angst. But I want to assure you. That you are not alone. You are a healer. I am a healer. We hide behind these facades, these masks, these replicants of social norms that keep us in a place of acceptability. by those who are in our lives whether it be parents, aunts, uncles, friends, colleagues, acquaintances we are afraid to reveal ourselves but here on my podcast I'm totally open to hearing from you to sharing with you all of those things that make us who we are as human beings. Free living souls of the universe with freedom of choice. So come talk with me. See what it is that we have in common. I'm coming to you live from Ditsbury, Alberta. unashamed to share with you my innermost desires the secret places i have traveled to in discovering that we are not so different as you might believe Hello. My name is Thomas. And this episode of mystical love has to do with relationships. I am far from an expert on relationships. I've been through numerous marriages. I have a number of children by various women. Three from one marriage. Children whom I've 
not really gotten to know all that well. From a dysfunctional family, I grew up in the ghettos of the U.S. until I was 15. My dad came down and got me. I lived with him for a few short months and hit the road at 16, hitchhiking across Canada. Coming back to Brockville, Ontario, and then traveling all over Ontario by railcar to various towns and cities. I grew up in the ghettos in the States, and as you would know it, when I moved to Toronto, I lived in all of the ghettos there, Parkdale, Regent Park, the jungle, out at the native ghetto in Scarborough. It was a rough life. I never got a high school education, but when I became of age, I went to a private university as a mature student and got my bachelor's degree in an obscure degree and two-thirds of my master's. I dropped out to look after my family. My wife was going through postpartum depression. But during that time, I was recruited by the Canadian Armed Forces. For officer's training school, I was accepted, but never went again because I chose family. I was also offered to go to Harvard by somebody who sat on the admissions committee. He was my history professor at both my bachelor's and my master's level. I've been involved behind the scenes in numerous policy changes and shifts, sat on numerous mayor's task forces in Toronto, have been involved with advocacy from municipal, provincial, and federal levels. I have sat on committees that had to do with negotiations for resources, for mining and drilling companies with First Nations companies. I was a traditionalist for a long time. I worked within the system thinking that I could make changes from within the system. And when I realized I couldn't, I became a radical. And for all of my involvement as a protester with various important causes, including the Oka crisis and the murder of Dudley George, I was listed as a government dissident. I'm proud of that. I don't simply identify as only First Nations. I'm mixed blood. That's caused me some difficulty in both the white world and the native world. Never fully accepted in either or. But those aren't the things that I'm here to talk about today. I'm here to talk about relationships. And why are they so hard? I'm a 56-year-old male who grew up through the ghettos both in the United States and in Canada. 
I've done what's called having to jump in somebody's car in order to survive. And I've done the things that I've needed to do to survive. I've had an extremely hard life. I've been run over by trucks because people wanted to kill me. I've been shot at. I've had contracts put on my life which have since been rescinded long ago. For as much as I have climbed and clawed and worked my way to be in circles of influence, the people there have never accepted me as one of their own. I've married rich and I mean extremely rich once for at least 12 years in my youth my first love my family wrecked that they separated me from her sent me away to live with one of my aunts a year later I came back and she was no longer available to me no matter how much I longed to win her back I have abandonment issues I have mental health issues PTSD night traumas attachment disorders but that doesn't mean at the core of who I am that I don't long for love I've studied the masters I've studied gurus. I've studied the occult. My area of expertise in terms of my education was biblical studies, theology, ancient cultures, near and far Middle East. Their culture, traditions, and way of life. including what defines marriage what defines relationship and how those are celebrated I've studied my own people's Ojibwe teachings on relationships seven major adjustments and the dynamics that goes into those clinical aspects of what it means to be attracted to someone hormones pheromones whether or not the attraction that we have for someone is nature nurture or is imbued within our dna are we destined to repeat the same cycles i like to think that we are beings that can rise above all of these constructs that struggle to box us in to definitions that those in power would like to keep us enchained and enslaved in
We can be healers to one another. Yes, I am broken in many places. Shattered. Full of soil. Regrets. With a tendency towards existential angst. But I want to assure you. That you are not alone. You are a healer. I am a healer. We hide behind these facades, these masks, these replicants of social norms that keep us in a place of acceptability by those who are in our lives, whether it be parents, aunts, uncles, friends, colleagues, acquaintances, we are afraid to reveal ourselves. But here on my podcast, I'm totally open to hearing from you, to sharing with you all of those things that make us who we are as human beings. Free living souls of the universe with freedom of choice. Come talk with me. See what it is that we have in common. I'm coming to you live from Ditsbury, Alberta. Unashamed to share with you my innermost desires, the secret places I have traveled to in discovering that we are not so different as you might believe.